thank thanks again for stopping by. Uh, for I see we got some new people in the building. If you guys don't know by now, my name is George. This is going to be an awesome podcast. Just to let you guys know, this is the best part about being in the lawn community is actually being able to spend it with you guys and meeting the awesome guys that are in the community and their communication is awesome. And I just I feel privileged that I'm able to sit here and interview some of the guy the best guys in the DIY lawn care community. So thanks a lot for stopping by. Uh, I mean, these guys, they have awesome lawns. To be honest with you, I think their lawns are much better than mine. So that's why I'm trying to learn some of their some of their secrets, some of their tips. And I think you guys will find a lot of value in that too as well. So uh, if you guys don't know, today I'm going to be interviewing none other than Striper Man himself. He was one of the first guys to ever comment on one of my first videos. And he's been such an awesome guy in the lawn care community. He's been there since day one. I'm sure he's been there since day one for a lot of you guys too. So I'm sure he appreciates your support that you guys stopped by. Uh, so without further ado, I want to introduce Striper Man. What's going on, Striper Man? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, George? I want to thank you for this great opportunity. Hello to everyone who's watching tonight. It's an honor and a privilege to even be a part of this. So hope you guys enjoy the show because it's going to be a great one. Oh, thanks so much, Keith. So what you been up to today, man? Getting ready for the podcast? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I've been actually I did a Sunday mow because when it's, it's when it's nice out, I mow my lawn. That's what I do. I got a chance to mow. I got a chance to uh, put down some liquid iron, uh, lawn soil liquid iron, and it stayed on for a couple hours. And then we had a great rainfall. So, oh, nice! Wait, can't wait for the results. Nice, nice. Lucky over here in Chicago, we kind of been having a drought. It rained like once a few days ago, and before that, it was like. A month before it rained. What's the temperatures like in New York right now? I'm kind of curious. Um, yeah, it, it was, um, well, the other morning it was like 31 degrees, but by the afternoon it was in the mid-40s. Um, today I think it hit close to 50. The sun actually came out. So anytime it's nice weather, I mow. It's like, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll do it even during the week as long as it's a chance. Last year I mowed up until Christmas. It was so nice out. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember last year I was watching uh, Ryan Noren. He actually put out a video on Christmas Day, I believe, and he was mowing his lawn. Hopefully we have that same thing this year, huh? Oh, I would love it. Absolutely love it. I mean, nothing like a white Christmas, but when you're a lawn care guy, you, you got to mow. Uh, you know what? I, I think uh, the white Christmases are overrated. If it was up to me, I'd have it this the weather it is right now, 24-7 for forever. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I'm looking at a few comments here. I see that, uh, hey, Backwoods, 90 views in two hours, man. Good job, buddy. Uh, congratulations on that, man. I'm happy. I'm going to check it out right after this uh, live stream. I'll go check it out. Uh, let's see. We we got uh, Lawn Whispers said, ready for the show. Let me see if I could pull these comments up here. Uh, but, yeah. And then Grace said, hi, guys. Hey, what's up, Grace? Uh, Blinkman. So Blinkman has a question. Maybe you can answer it, Striper Man. Oh, actually, I see you already answered it. What lawn care products have you wasted the most money on? I saw this question yesterday on uh, on the Lawn Guardians uh, podcast with the Lawn Whisperer. Uh, my same uh, answer for that is no comment. How about you, Striper Man? Yeah, no, I mean... The products work. If you follow the label and do what you know, you're supposed to do, it works. Is um, so they do work. I mean, obviously some work better than others, but overall, 
I haven't found anything that, you know, was a total waste of money. It's not the products. It's who uses them, right? <laughs> uh, Ron Henry said, Epic Music, George. Oh, thanks a lot, Ron. You know, I learned from the best. Uh, you know, you got, you got one of the best live streams right now, you know, in the lawn care business. So uh, I'm learning from the master over there. Let's see. George Papa, big dog, the king striper man. Awesome, awesome. Well, all right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and uh, jump right into the content. I got a few questions for striper man here. Uh, you know, he's been around the block for a while now, and uh, I think we could all learn a few things off of him. We were just talking earlier, you know, me and him have a similar climate. We have a similar size lawn. So a lot of the tips that he's going to tell me today, I feel like it'll be able to use. I'll be able to use them. Last week on my podcast, I had Francis and he was talking a lot about warm season lawns. So today we'll be talking a little bit about cool season lawns uh, so we can mix it up a little bit. So. Uh, before we get started, Striper Man, I wanted to ask you, how's, how's your fall renovation going? It went really well. I mean, I was very fortunate <laughs> to um, have the right temperature and um, for the cool season grass. It was, um, you know, in the 60s for most of the time, and um, it went really well. I, I stayed on top of the watering three times a day, 10 to 15 minutes each time, and uh, the sun was out a lot, which was helpful. I actually didn't have any rain for two out of the three weeks, but, you know, just keeping up with the sprinkler system, I'm fortunate enough to have an in-ground sprinkler system, and it worked out well. I mean, I mean, I'm, I was thrilled with it. I just, I couldn't ask for better conditions, you know. Yeah, the conditions so were, the conditions were definitely ph phenomenal. You know, I threw down my grass seed a little early because I was throwing down some KVG, and I threw it down mid-August. You know, we had 90 degrees while the seed was sprouting, and then as soon as it sprouted, the temperature started dropping, and you know, we really couldn't ask for much better conditions, except, you know, it kind of got kind of cold kind of fast, you know? Yeah, it did. Uh, with your lawn renovation, what kind of grass seed were you using? I I, I forgot. It, you were doing, I know you're a KBG guy. Yeah, so what happened is um, the, the sods farm that I, I purchased my sod from 12 years ago, they also sell the seed for it. So um, originally, back in 2008, when I first put down the sod, there was 12 different cultivars of KGV, and now they changed it to three. Um, off the top of my head, I don't remember exactly what the cultivars were, but I went along with their product because they grow it, they sell it. So I just went with that, and also it, it just helps with the blend because, you know, unfortunately, even KGV has different colors within, the, you know, the cultivar, so I wanted to make sure it blends in. So it went well. I mean... It, they came up, it, it filled in, and uh, right now I, I couldn't tell where I see it and where I didn't. Nice. Uh, so do you have you ever overseeded with KBG before in the past? And, like, if so, I'm curious, like, how did it go for you? Because when I tried doing it last year, it didn't turn out so well. Okay, so in 2018, um, there was a period where I was really busy at work, and I didn't keep up with the sprinkling and the mowing and stuff like that. I had a bad fungus. Uh, problem. So I did a, uh, a, a renovation in 2018. I overseeded with the same uh, seed, and um, it, it took a little longer that time. Um, I wasn't using uh, Next Products or some of the other things that, you know, Carbon X or some of the things I used this time. I was just using uh, Lesco, Sauter Fertilizer, and Melorganite. And it, it took a little longer, but it came in great. By October, by, by uh, Halloween, it was like back to where it was in uh, you know spring form so it does work um back then i was mowing at three and a half inches as opposed to three quarters of an inch now so um i guess the taller grass kind of you 
you know, shade a lot of the problems, but it, it eventually caught up. Oh, nice, nice. We got George from. Uh, we got a question from George. He said, "When do we get to see all those uh, Long Island turf stripes?" Oh yeah. So actually, George, I don't know if he. Um, I changed my channel. George used to be a follower, but I haven't seen him recently. So maybe he's looking at my old channel, which doesn't exist anymore. For those who don't know, I used to be Long Island Long's FKA Striper Man. That that's been deleted. So if you look on just Striper Man now on YouTube, you'll you know if you want to resub, you'll see. I did a one or two videos so far, and you'll see the stripes, George. Yeah, George, uh, George, and anybody else watching, if you guys don't know, uh, Striper Man, uh, he closed down one of his accounts, but he actually opened up a new account. So just search up Striper Man if you want to resubscribe. Uh, there's a link that I put in the description, also at the bottom of the page too. So make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, George said Keith had them dollar spots. Ooh man, <laughs> bling bling, huh? Yeah, no, actually, that was a, that was a spinoff on. Um, I did a video where I put down uh, dollar bills on the lawn and made it like it was dollar spots. So it was just something. Uh, it was a funny video I did, you know, sometime last year. Oh, nice. It, George said he subbed, so he'll be seeing those stripes soon. Ned G right. said the Chicago weather is like a yo-yo back in the '60s this week. Yeah, Ned, I heard it's about to warm up, so I'm looking forward to that for sure. Super TA. He said, "I want to see that Allet in action. Hopefully, you have a downer. You have a downer two left this year. Yeah, we're gonna oh, actually. Absolutely. I'm sorry, absolutely. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about uh, the Allet mower coming up here. So, there's a lot of things I want to know about the Allet mower. You know, it seems like everybody's uh, got these mowers these days. So, I'm excited to ask you about that. Bermuda boss, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Thanks for joining. Appreciate that, bud." Uh, James Dahl said, George, do you have any plans to do anything for leaf cleanup? Uh, yes, uh, I'm constantly cleaning it up with my lawnmower. <laughs> I got a tree that just keeps on dropping leaves, so I'm out there like every other day trying to pick them up. Uh, all right, Keith, so real quick, uh, well, how did you get into lawn care exactly? Uh, when you first bought your house, were, were you heavy into lawn care since you were a kid, or is it something you stumbled upon or what? Okay, so I actually, I started very young. Um, I was like five years old. Um, me and my older brother, we, we went to our first Yankee game. My dad took us for our birthday. We're like, we're 10 days apart in uh, in birthdays, not years, but in dates. So the first time I ever saw uh, Yankee Stadium live and walked, you know, walked through the, the doors and went to the seats and saw this green lawn. Because back then, in 1962, I only had a black and white TV, so I never saw a lawn like that in person. So from that moment on, I was stuck. And every time we would take Sunday drives, wherever I went, all I would do is look at people's lawns. So I've been infatuated with lawns since I was like five years old. Oh, awesome. That's that's a good story. Uh, over here, I see Ned G. He said he just uh, he just subbed your channel. He's asking if you're in Illinois, too. Uh, Illinois, what am I saying? I'm from Illinois, and I'm calling it Illinois. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> no, he's actually in Long Island, New York, so... Uh, but you know, similar weather. I think uh, they got a little bit more mild weather than us, but but similar. Uh, yeah, so, so I said earlier, Striper Man. You know, you're like one of the first people that subbed my channel and actually started commenting on my videos, which tells me that you're pretty knee deep in the long game. How, how did you get so involved in it? Okay, so I actually, um, 
I was working for a Scotts Lawn Service in between jobs. My my main job is uh, I, I'm a cable TV contractor. I've worked in uh, Manhattan since 1977, and I got laid off in 2003. So while I was looking for work, I'm thinking like, well, what do I want to do? Uh, you know, I have a mortgage, about three kids at home, and I'm, you know, I got to do something to make money. So I figured, let me do something that I actually like to do. So I actually came across the Scotts Lawn Service was looking for uh, tech. And although I had no experience with it, I've always loved doing lawn work. So I applied and got the job and stayed with them for four years. During that time, um, I started um, just looking up stuff, uh, you know, how to take care of lawns and stuff like that. And I looked on YouTube. And the first one, of course, was Alan Hain, LCN. And uh, that started me off. Yep, exactly. Watched him and then everyone else to follow. And that's how it all began. Yeah, it sounds like uh, a lot of us uh, lawn care nuts, uh, you know, that's how we started. Uh, something sparked our interest, and then uh, we stumbled upon the lawn care nut, and uh, here we are making live streams about lawns. It's yep. a cute story, man. <laughs> uh, over here, Ron Henry said, what's the lowest height of cut on your lawn that you ever did? Uh, half inch. I did I did half inch last year um, right up until thanksgiving and it was great um didn't have any problems with it but the lawn isn't level so um what would happen i was starting to get scalp marks on it and that's something i plan on doing next year um using the uh the earthwise seven blade um and the fist bars and the greatest i had three manual reel mowers and um i was getting scalp marks on the high spots and that's when i figured that you know half inch is just too low it just wasn't you know wasn't cutting it so i, I moved it wasn't cutting it literally but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah. out of all the three manual mowers, I know you were heavy into the Fiskars mowers. Was that your favorite manual one you had? It was um, for the longest time, and that's when I added the striping kit to it. I actually, my first video I ever put out was yeah, April of last year, and it was about putting a, a, ro a roller on the uh, Fiskars, and, and that was fun because I was actually doing stripes with it. And I since altered it by putting in a front roller and changing things up. And, you know, um, it cuts really well. It's a five blade, but it's a heavy duty. And my thinking is if I was able to put electric motor on that thing, it would do just as good as some of these gas or uh, battery powered ones that are out there. That's how much I really like it. So with the five blade, were you able to get a clean cut at a half an inch? Um, it was rifling. It was doing the, you know, the washboard, the rifling, all the different terms yeah. they use for it. Yeah. It just wouldn't spin fast enough. The cut rate wasn't there, so it wasn't spinning fast enough. And that's when I went to the seven blade, and it helped a little bit. And there's ways around that by, cut, you know, cross cutting it, uh, overlapping, um, you know, going up and then back down the same thing. You can't eliminate it, but it's a lot of extra work to get to that point. So yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know what? I could see it myself too. Like anytime I drop down. <clears throat> my McLean, it's a seven blade. Uh, I mean, it's a yeah. good cut, but I have to cut it at least twice, you know, to make it like a perfect cut. Uh, but with the Greensmaster, it's an 11 blade. And I mean, that stuff is just like butter, you know, going across the lawn. Uh, so I know, yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Grace over here, she said, what do, what do your neighbors think about you mowing every day? That's a good question. I, I, think just, I have a lot to yeah, say I about mean, mine. <laughs> I was. I was literally mowing every day during uh, spring of, of, of this year. Um, last year was a transition, so I had been at three, three and a half inches for you know, for years, 12, 15 years of doing it. And then I started watching a, you know, Connor, Connor Wood, of course. You know, when he started with the low, and I saw that, I was just like, 
I couldn't believe it looked like. It was amazing. And then Ben Sims and Ryan Knorr and so on and so on. You know, Shortcut Lawn. I saw all these guys. I'm like, I got to try it. Um, then Brett, um, Brett from Brett, um, Grascapades, um, he was cutting his short. And I was, you know, friendly with him and Jeremy back and forth. And we had this, you know, back and forth batter about, you know, tall grass, short grass. And I said, let me give it a shot. And I've been hooked on it ever since. <laughs> nice. I awesome. I want to give a shout out real quick to Backwoods Lawn Care. Thank you so much for the super chat, brother. Damn, Damn son. son. Where'd you, Where'd find, you find this? this? Oops, wrong button. Uh, thanks a lot, buddy. I really appreciate it. Uh, Backwoods said, leave a like, folks. Yeah, if anybody watching this right now can leave a like, we all appreciate it. It helps us in the algorithm. helps all of us uh, reach more people in the lawn care community. Uh, Backwoods, he said that he dropped his down to 316th. Wow, that's low, bud. That, that's with your John Deere, I'm assuming, right? By the way, if you guys want to check out Backwoods Lawn Care, he made a putting green in his backyard. He's up north in uh, in Canada, so you guys want to check out his channel too. Ron Henry said half-inch nice. So I salute you, sir. Uh, yeah, that that's cool. I actually, me personally, I dropped it down below a half an inch, Keith, if you could believe it. I went down to 0. .40 inches in one of my earlier videos. That was early in the spring. The temperature was like 55 degrees. Uh, and, and the lawn seemed to like it. So I might just keep on going down lower and lower. Who knows? We'll see when the temperature is cooler. Long care dabbler. What's going on, brother? Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Uh, Orlando said, George, how you like the MP rotator above ground irrigation system? It's awesome, Orlando. I got the idea from Ryan Nor in one of his videos, and I did it for my lawn renovation. And it worked out fantastic. I actually started off with an oscillating sprinkler, sprinkler and then some of those rotating orbit sprinklers. I can tell you the above ground MP rotator setup is miles ahead of that. So I definitely recommend it. Uh, let's see. So long care dabbler asks, what's a good starter reel more that you would recommend, Keith, since you're the master of the manual reels? Um. Okay, so... <laughs> I guess, well, I, I, I was partial to the fist cards because that was my first one. I did a lot of research on the ones that, you know, um, I like the idea that you could, um, when you cut it, it, you could throw the grass forward or backwards. It has an option of going both because that lid you can pull forward and back. Oh, I didn't um, even know that. Yeah. And then you, it, it comes with a grass catcher. The grass catcher goes on the front. So you can actually throw the grass in front of you or behind you. I didn't like the ones behind you because it would end up just all over your feet and make a mess. And oh, yeah. So, you know. Um, but I'd be honest with you, the, uh, earthwise, it's only 16 inches wide, but that seven blade is, is, is pretty amazing. Um, I was using that daily and taking off, I mean, an eighth of an inch. I mean, just, it's just amazing how clean it cuts. Um, you know, the only thing with Matt, uh, with real mowing, whether it be gas, power, uh, battery, or even manual is you have to stay on top of it. You can't go let it more than two or three days during the growing season because then you're cutting off more than one third. Plus, yeah. it just becomes sloppy. I mean, I did it because, you know, I have a small <laughs> lawn. Um, also, you know, being home from work during COVID, I had the opportunity to work, you know, do it daily and then or every other day. But, you know, as times get busy, it's just hard to do it. And if you go three or four days, you, you're not doing it justice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that You know, with the manual reels, I, I learned real fast. You got to do it consistently so you're only cutting off the tips, you know? <clears throat> Absolutely. And it's easy. I mean, people used to be, oh, how can you push that thing? It's how do you do it? <laughs> it's, it's, 
very simple. Once you do it daily or every other day, you're taking off very little. Even with the thickest lawns, you can push through it. It's when you go three, four, five days, yes, then it's going to be a problem. But if you stay on top of it, and you know, not everyone has a small lawn or the or the time to do it. You know what I mean? I'm older now. My kids are grown up. I don't have all that extra stuff that you know slows you down. So I just have the time to do it. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I feel like a lot of us right now have uh, a lot of time. Lake House Lawn Care. What's up, Kyle? Thanks for joining. So I got a question here from uh, Grace. She said, what made you go to an outlet? So that, that kind of ties into what I want to start asking you next, Keith. Uh, uh, tell me about your new outlet. Okay. So um, my goal originally was just to keep on with the manuals and um you know, show people that, you know, you don't, one of my things in my original YouTube channel was you don't have to have expensive equipment to have a nice lawn. Yep. I have a deep black and decker, uh, you know, a trimmer and a battery trimmer and, and a blower. Um, my lawnmower is a $200 lawnmower, and yet I was trying to keep up with the guys with the, the really nice lawns, and I was doing okay. But like I said, one of the big issues was the cut rate and the rifling, which took a lot more time to stay on top of. So, Clint, the uh, neighbor dominator, and uh, Albert Joker Lawns had both gotten um, the outlet, and they loved them. And, um, you know, it is a big expense. I mean, I had to trade in my, my youngest kid to get it. So, because uh, it was just a lot of money, but I figured I'd just only have to do it once. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's great. I got the battery one I didn't want to deal with because the one is small, the oil, the gas. It's 17 gas, inches, so, right? It's, uh, yeah, 17 inches, yep. I mean, a 17-inch battery unit, I feel like, you know, that's all me and you need. You know, it's not like we're over here, you know, <laughs> doing crazy stuff. No, uh, you're right. Uh, real quick, uh, I did want to say, uh, by the way, guys, I forgot to see this. Uh, Lake House Lawn Care, we're going to be doing a podcast next week, me and him. So uh, if you guys want to tune in, we'll be posting up a reminder here pretty soon on YouTube. On YouTube if you guys want to subscribe, that should be fun. Uh, so I'm excited for that too, Kyle. And then uh, Ron Henry, he said, uh, I used to cut a 12,000 square foot lawn with a 20-inch Scott's manual push wheel. Ron, you know, actually, I remember those videos. Uh, I don't know if that was, I don't think it was last year. I think it was maybe two years ago you were doing that on your channel. I was watching back then too. I was just a little shy to comment, you know. I was one of the lawn care lurkers. But I remember when you used to do that and, and you used to say nothing but good things about it too. I remember that. And then you got your true cut, and then you went to the Greens Master more recently. So, uh, yeah, I remember that. But that's some dedication. Cutting every other day 12,000 square feet with a Scott's Manual Real More. Man, that's, wow. a, that's, that's, that's some true lawn dedication right there. And, and I remember seeing it in your videos, too. You used to just be pushing it in your videos like it was nothing. So uh, props to you. Absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Brandon got a good question over here. He said, what made you choose Allet versus a much cheaper used greens mower unit? Uh, I, and that's a good question because me personally, I was struggling when I first got my first real mower, whether I was going to get like a McLean or something like that, or whether I was going to get a greens mower. Uh, what's funny is that I personally actually ended up getting a greens mower first and then I got a McLean after. I know it's kind of the opposite of how it should be, but for you, with you, Keith, uh, what made you get the outlet versus a greens more? 
Okay, so one of the things was, um, and I have plenty of golf courses around here. I mean, some of the best ones, best page. Um, you know, but the problem was is um, I don't have a garage, and the sheds are uh, filled up. And you know, I, I understand with a, uh, a used greens mower, even though it would have been cheaper, <laughs> most of the time you get when you, you have to do some work to it. I'm limited for you know where I can work on and stuff like that, and what was going to be done. I was trying to keep away from gas because I wanted to originally either do it early morning or when I came home late at, from work, I wanted to mow. So I, I went with something that was battery operated and, and the outlet, you know, the Swordsman is just too expensive. And I said, let me just go for the outlet. It was a little bit cheaper and it, it fit my needs. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be in the market here coming up pretty soon for one of those cartridge reel type systems because, uh, you know, the greens more, it's a little big for my piece of property. It's a little heavy. And if I'm going out there every day, it's kind of hard to maneuver. So I don't know if it'll be an outlet or a swordman or if another company comes along. Uh, I was actually thinking recently, how awesome would it be if Toro made a residential reel mower that had a cartridge system that you can get serviced at any Toro dealership? Would that not be the coolest thing in the world? Absolutely would. You know, with the competition out there, I wouldn't be surprised if they do try to come up with something because Alex just took this country over by storm. I mean, it, yeah. I had to wait three months. to I ordered it. It took me three months to get it. <laughs> oh, really? How, yeah. how heavy is that machine you got there, by the way? It, I think it's like 80, 85 pounds, which is nothing. I mean, I use it on, you know, wet grass, like in the morning dew. And if I have to give a secret out tonight, this will be my strike secret. <laughs> well, if you have a real mower, whether it be manual, whatever, if you mow on the morning dew, you get the best stripes. Oh, I believe it. I'm soaking wet, but just morning dew, and the stripes come out perfect. I do I do most of my mowing early morning. I absolutely believe it. You know, a lot of people, they don't like mowing when it rains outside, but what's good about the Greensmaster is not only do you get better stripes after it rained, uh, you know, lightly rained, not, nothing too crazy. Nice. You get better stripes, uh, and it just looks better, you know, after the rain, and it kind of has a leveling effect, too. Since the ground is moist, it kind of levels out the ground as well. So I really like that about uh, using a real mower when it's raining. Absolutely, George. And here's another thing. So when you're using a rotary, everyone used to say, don't cut the grass when it's wet. But with a, a, a real mower, even the manual ones, they cut so precise that there's no fraying of the blades. There's nothing. I've cut wet grass. Not Like you said, not soaking wet, but a morning dew or something like that. Yeah. I've never had a problem. It, it cuts beautifully and... You know, it's a little more of a cleanup. So you got to hose it down and blow it off, but not the grass, the mower, but it's a beautiful cut when it's, you know, slightly wet. Uh, going, uh, let's talk about fertilizer real quick. Francis has a question. He's like, what's your fertilizer regimen look like? Do you switch it up like he does, or do you stick to one product, or how does that work? Okay, so I use, um, for <laughs> the NPK, you go with a granular, which is, um, I've been using uh, Carbon Earth, uh, Carbon X. Nice. Um, I used that, yeah, and I, I used that um, last year and then also this year. And then for my liquid first, I've been using the next product, um, to use the Biosimpact, and I've, I've been happy with it. And uh, the only thing I, I, I go off on is I use the liquid iron from Lawn Star. I like that, that iron product. I haven't tried any of the other um, next <laughs> products like Green Pop, any of that stuff, just their, the Biosimpact. And I actually threw melorganite down for the first time this year. I did it once. I did it right before uh, Halloween. I figured I had to throw that down. Yeah, when it comes to Milo, I usually just drop it down once heavy per year and then call it a day. 
my luckily yeah. my FOSS levels haven't been off the charts, but I have noticed that they're like optimal. Uh, and that's what I've been doing. I've been throwing it down once a year and they seem to stay at optimal. So I think I'm just going to keep doing that. Uh, over here, Ron Henry said, uh, he said, looking back, it was insane that I used the push more on that much of a property. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it was, but you know what? It's dedication, Ron. And if you didn't do that and you didn't see how awesome it looked, you probably wouldn't have gotten into the true cuts and the greens mowers and everything like that. So everything happens for a reason, you know? Blank man, uh, what are your top three new lawn channels, Keith? Um, oh, wow. Not in any top particular three. order. What, what, are, what are some three new ones that stick out to you? Um, that's a good question, man. Cause I, I, at one point, I was over 100 until I, I stepped away for a while um, recently. God, I, I don't know if I be honest with you, I, I only went back to the ones I was watching before, so it's hard to say. I haven't really followed any of the new ones out there. I mean, even the new guys have, have done great and passed me up in no time. I mean, guys like yourself and uh, and Dadding all day long and even the Lawn Shark guys that when I was doing it, they first came up, you guys first came up, I'm still following you guys. But I don't know of any, to be honest with you, recently that I've actually, you know, subbed any new guys. So that's that's a that's a fault of mine. I gotta start doing more research. Yeah, as for me, Blank Man, uh, <clears throat> I haven't really seen any new guys lately. Uh, out of the ones you said, Lake House Lawn Care, he's fairly new. Well, me and him, we started around the same time, give or take a month, and uh, he's awesome. Uh, Kyle's a good friend of mine. Like I said earlier, he'll be on the podcast next week, so I look forward to that. I would say. He's probably one of the newest ones I know. And I know Lon in life. Uh, he's awesome. He's a funny guy. Always posting some funny stuff. And Lon Envy, I think I've seen a couple of videos from him. Uh, let's see. Kyle said the Allied Stripes are top notch. Yes, yes, they are. How much does that, that uh, Allied Mower, how much does it weigh, by the way? It's um, 80, 85 pounds. I mean, if I can lift it, then it, and then it's, not too heavy <laughs> put it that way oh okay it's so yeah. yeah that's a considerable difference from the greens master that thing's over 300 pounds <laughs> wow. yeah if you're not like you know built and you know you got a little bit of muscle on you you're gonna have a hard time maneuvering that thing around uh let's see super ta cartridge sold me i think that's what's gonna sell me too kyle said toro makes a battery powered reel oh really whoa i didn't even know they made a battery powered reel more did you Wow, is it is it residential or commercial? Is it like a greensmaster or or what? I'm kind of curious. I'm gonna look into that. Thanks for letting me know. Watching Pete Stripe with that new Allet is off the charts. Uh, that's what Scott O'Hare said. Also Ryan Norse. I think we could all admit Ryan Norse has one of the nicest lawns on YouTube. Uh, him and Nice AZ Lawn, which is right underneath this comment for sure. Uh, he said greensmaster is 200 pounds. Uh, Lake House Lawn Care, he talked about worm castings. Do you have a lot of worm castings, Keith? Because I do. Yes. Um, I noticed that um, in late spring there was, and, uh, it, it, you know, it slowed down a little bit during the summer, and then it picked up again now. It's, it's been raining recently, and, and I just, you know, not much you could do about it. I mean, worms are a good thing. Um, unfortunately, they, they leave a mess behind, but I, I just, you know, you notice it more obviously when you cut short, but there's not really much you could do about it. 
Yeah, I've been experimenting with different ways to get rid of them. Uh, the best thing that I've found that works for me, and if any of you guys have any other ideas on how to get rid of them, let me know, is I usually just let them dry and I just rake them as much as I can to try to break them up. Uh, that's what I do. But I know on the golf courses they have, they use chains to knock them down and all sorts of stuff. So I might have to look into that next season. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Lawn and Life said he loves Lawn Star Iron. So I want to... Uh, I want to ask you, Keith, do you have any tips for anybody who's looking to buy a real mower? Anybody who might be watching? Yeah, do your research. Um, get one that's affordable, you know, that meets your, uh, obviously meets your, uh, you know, your, your means. And, um, you know, if you're going to go with a, uh, I mean, there's so many good ones out there, the gas powered, you know, there's it, it, so many factors, it's hard to say. I like the fact I like the outlet only because um, you know the battery powered one. Like I said, you know, early morning, later in the evening, um, whatever. It is a little bit pricey. If you want to start smaller, um, you know, there's, there are other options out there for sure. Uh, it's really hard to say, but you definitely do your research. It depends on the size of your property. It depends on you know what type of grass you have. That, that, that's big too so there's a lot of factors but real quick I want to give a shout out to Ron Henry thank you so much for the super chat Ron he said for the more maintenance in the future upgrades fun thank you so much as you as you know Ron uh, sometimes uh, when it comes to this lawn care stuff uh, the equipment could get kind of pricey so I definitely appreciate the support but oh and by the way uh, Bush League Lawn stopped by what's up man how you doing thanks for coming by but uh, yeah, so so far you're enjoying the outlet more. Oh yeah, it's great. It absolutely is. You know, I like the split wheel in the back. When you make turns. It has it has like five different speeds, and that's that's something that was really weird. So I've never had a mower in my past, whether it be uh, even rotaries that were uh, self um, self propelled. I always pushed everything myself. So then when I had the manuals, obviously you had to. So when I got this, it was weird because, you know, it had speeds on it, but I actually walked faster than the, the, its fastest speed. So, because with the manual, it's all, it's all leg work. So I, I just found it funny, and I'm actually walking slower now with this than I did with my manual one. So is, the, is there anything you think that the Alec can improve on? Because I'm seriously thinking about getting one. Um. I mean, I, I wish the prices of the car. I, I love the idea of the cartridges. It's just, it's really expensive. So I, I probably won't be getting any of them anytime soon. Um, you know, even with the Scarifier and stuff like that, I've, I've noticed like the Greenworks or the Sunjo, they work so well. And I have, I had a Greenworks for like three years now. Yeah. That um, I don't know if I'll use any of the cartridges because I already have other means. Yeah. But, um, I mean, 17 inches, a little narrow. I, I was used to 18 to 21, but, you know, even when you're doing stripes, so if you double up on it, you know, it's fine. And like I said, a small property is not a problem. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for, for, you know, being honest with me. Uh, you know, I'm still a little stuck between exactly which ones, you know, I'm thinking about getting for myself. But uh, Lawn and Life said Sonny Bermuda has a great Bermuda lawn. He cuts it with an outlet. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got a different one from you, right, Keith? Yeah, he has. Um, I believe his is the. Uh, it might be the Kensington or something. It's like a twenty-inch gas-powered one. He has a big property, so he he needs something that's gonna, you know, the batteries. 
one of the downsides, they last about 35 minutes or so. So even on our small properties, you know, when you're doing striping, you like to go over it two and three times to, to really burn it in. So yeah. it can run out if you, you know, you stay on it too long. Hey, the Lawn Whisperer asked, how much of a difference does a few inches make? <laughs> Between friends. <laughs> it makes all the difference in the world, he says. <laughs> uh, Lake House Lawn Care, he said, better grass, cubs or socks? Well, you know, I don't know exactly what grass they're using. If you do, uh, you know, pitch into me, but you already know, Kyle, I'm a Cubs fan and I know you're a Sox fan. I mean, that's all right. We're both from Chicago. What's funny, if you guys don't know, me and Kyle, we live pretty close to each other, but he lives more towards the north side of town and I live more towards the south side of town. So I live more towards like the Sox stadium and he lives more towards the Cubs stadium, but he's a Sox fan and I'm a Cubs fan which I find pretty interesting how that works. But, hey, only in Chicago, right? <laughs> Let's see. DVD Patch. He said, I'm a DJ in Alani. What's up, DJ? DJ. <laughs> yeah, I used to be a DJ, too, in my high school days, buddy. I used to spin the hottest, freshest house tracks in the street. You know, I'm from Chicago, so we got some of the sickest house music, and it's the birthplace, birthplace of house music, so... Salute to you, DVD. Backwood said, that's what she said. Let's see. Prices go north real fast after the Kensington model. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. Uh, so le let's jump a little bit uh, off from the real mowers, uh, Keith. I know that you have a nice KBG lawn. What would you say is like the number one tip that you can give our viewers to getting a nice lawn? Consistency of being on it. Um, I, I found that um, in, in the old days, what I would do is I would uh, mow once a week on a Saturday when I had time, and that was it. And uh, even though the grass is tall, when you're mowing once a week, um, it, it's it's really not helping the lawn. It, it, you know, it um, it grows all week with rain or with sun or whatever, and then you're just cutting off, you know, a good part of it, and that's it. What I found was frequent mowing. Walking the lawn, seeing the problems, seeing what things coming up. If, if you have the opportunity, not everyone does, but that's a huge um, benefit. Just staying on top of the lawn and, and looking it over. Um, it makes all the difference in the world. So this is only my second podcast that I've been doing so far, but I could already see that there's a consistent theme that consistency is the key to having a nice lawn. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you, can't, you, really you can't. I'm sorry. No, no, I was going to say, you're absolutely right. I, I, I equate it to, you know, if you were a person that wanted to work out, you don't just do it on the weekends. You don't do it, you know, you have to stay on top of it. You got to, you know, exercise different parts of the body. It's the same thing with lawns. You have to stay on top of it. You don't do it once a week and expect it to be, you know, you know, yeah. uh, in, in shape, you know. Man, I work out a lot, Keith. You know, I work out five times a year and I feel great. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm not, but uh, we'll save that for another podcast. <laughs> uh, Lake House Lawn Care said the Cubs hired Roger Bossard, the White. Oh wow, the White House head groundskeeper to do their drainage, irrigation, and field. Both are 100 percent KBG. Oh, nice! Wow, look at this guy. This guy's got he's got the the history of the ballpark stadiums. I was just watching Ryan Nor's video where he was touring the. I believe it was University of Minnesota's field. Yeah. 
and they also use 100% KBG over there, <clears throat> which I found interesting. I mean, I know KBG fills in, and it's regenerative, but how, how exactly do they get things to fill in so fast, exactly, like, whenever there's damage to the turf? I don't know. For some reason, I always thought that the sports fields like to use the perennial ryegrass. Do you know how they're able to do that? Um, well, actually, to be honest with you, what's really funny is um, here on Long Island, the um, the sod farm that I got my sod from was actually the ones who provided the sod for Yankee Stadium. So when they rebuilt the stadium in 2009, they used their sod. So I said to myself, well, if it's good enough for Yankee Stadium, it's good enough for my lawn. And I've, I've actually been using that. Oh, really? Yeah. And that, does, it sp- does it sprout fast? Um, well, the, 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 the seed that takes a little while, it, 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 this year it actually did it like in the eighth day. It was seventh, eighth day. I actually got some um, you know germination. But as far as spreading, um, what they do in those fields, especially on football fields, they, they replace the, the parts that go bad. They cut it out and just put a new piece of sod in. Because especially oh. in football, they're only playing once a week. Yeah, it will take within a week. The baseball stadiums do the same thing. When they're on the road, they fix the patches that are bad. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they they just replace the sod in those areas, and it, it takes pretty quickly. And they actually sell a low cut sod and a regular. Their regular is like uh, two inch, and their low cut is like three quarters of an inch. You can buy either one. You can buy the short version or the long version. And that was one of my mistakes when I bought mine originally. It was the tall version. Yeah. So it took almost a whole year to pr- to bring it down to the point where I cut it low because when you just you can't just start cutting low and expect it to look good. It took almost the whole summer last year to get it to actually look good. Yeah, you know I made that uh, mistake the hard way when I first got my greens master. I, w- I was cutting my lawn. You know I was listening to Lawn Care Nuts advice to cut my lawn at five inches, and when I got my greens master, I was like, screw it, I'm just gonna start. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to start cutting right away. And I, and I cut at like 0.6 inches and it just bogged up my mower instantly. It didn't cut. So I slowly brought it down too. I wouldn't say it took me a year, but, uh, you know, I, I slow, I, I slowed it down slowly. Uh, I got it down slowly and, you know, thank God it started looking good. Eventually you spent the whole year lowering yours. Yeah. Well, I had started like, um, I see, I see Brett actually just jumped in on here. Now. Oh, what's he up, Brett? Out. How you doing? <laughs> oh, I've, I got deja vu. This is like yesterday's uh, uh, live stream. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I do appreciate it. Um, so it, it, once he, you know, I moved back and forth with jarring each other, tall grass, short grass, and um, it took a while. Like, like I said, being at three, three and a half, you just can't cut it down and it's not going to look good. It, it, it took me a while and then you know, I'm thinking, okay, so maybe it needs this. So I put this down. I put that down. I actually over, you know, did too much. And then after talking to a couple of people, like just, you know, slow it down. It will, it will work out fine. It will, it will, you know, it will eventually, you know, fill in and, and look good. So um, it just took a while, but I, I had no patience. I want, you know, I wanted it to be green at three and a half inches, and I wanted it to be green at three quarters of an inch, but it didn't work that way. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Brett's Grass Capades. Thanks for the super chat. Uh, he wants me to say this. Hashtag whisperer sucks. <laughs> yes, uh, Brett does not suck. Whisper sucks. <laughs> uh, so let's see over here. Uh, I'm trying to find. Oh, uh, Francis asked me, what direction does your lawn face? 
Um, it faces west, so it's a, it's, it's a west exposure. I have sun. Mine does too, um, actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it faces west. Yeah. Uh, which kind of sucks because uh, I, I feel like my stripes aren't. They're usually better in the morning time. How about you? Uh, yeah. How no, about you? Exactly. I, yeah, same thing. I the best is around between ten eleven o'clock. Yeah, me once too. it gets past to a point, and I like to do the striped horizontal left, you know, like uh, from my lawn to the neighbors, not out to the street because it's so short. It's yeah. only like thirty five feet long, but it's sixty feet long. So I always go with the longer area, so it, it doesn't look good in the in late afternoon, only in the early morning. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel because you want to angle it towards the street a little bit so people could actually see the stripes because when you're mowing at like a half an inch and the sun is, you know, rising in the, what is it, rising in the east and setting in the west, it's kind of hard to see the Correct. stripes. So, you know, we got to yeah. we gotta pay extra special attention to figure out how to get those uh, domination stripes, right? Absolutely. Hey, the lawn, whisper, also, the lawn whisperer okay. said I had $5.01 ready until he said whisperer sucks. Okay, whisper. Okay, whisper. Uh, you don't suck. So, uh, wink, wink. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Brett. Brett says fake news, Justy. Fake news. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, we were talking about how you threw down the Lawn Star Liquid Iron. Uh, I know the Lawn Whisperer. I've seen him use it a lot in his videos to get that that dark green up. How long have you been using it? Because I, I personally bought some on Amazon Prime Day. It was $34 for a gallon uh, on Prime Day. I don't know how much you paid, but regardless, how did you like the results? Oh, it's great. Absolutely. I love it. Um, same thing. I think the first time I bought it um, from Amazon, and then actually this this um, past week, uh, Launchstar actually sent me uh, five bottles of uh uh, out of appreciation for following them on Instagram and stuff, they actually sent me five bottles of stuff, and two of them were the the lawn star. So I had to throw it down today, you know, post Halloween, but I had to give it a shot. I uh, love this stuff. Yeah, uh, as far as iron goes, this year I've only used ferrous sulfate, which worked pretty good. But I threw down some fe feature a few weeks ago in my backyard, and you know, I heard the hype about feature. Everybody was talking about it. How, you know, on the lawn forum, people were ranting and raving how it makes your lawn super green and dark green. Let me tell you, Keith, this stuff is the real deal. It made my lawn super green in the backyard. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I mixed one and a half ounces in one gallon of water and I sprayed it down my backyard. And in like two, three days, my whole my whole lawn like transformed. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah, it, I got to get that shot. You know what? I was actually thinking, um, I don't have a backpack sprayer, so uh, I bought a cheap one years ago from Harbor Freight, and, and it was a four-gallon, and I was like, yeah, this is no good. I don't need four gallons for, you know, 1,800 square feet. So I don't have any. I've been using the um, just the dial spray, you know, the uh, ortho, um, that one. And then, um, but for the iron, what I did was I had some uh, hydrotain, and when that bottle ran out, the, the uh, quart-sized bottle, but there was a, the hose hookup, I just yeah. put it in there and spray out of that one, and I, I actually like the way it comes out, and I haven't had any problems with it. Uh, so Ned asked, do you have to perfectly level your lawn to use a real mower, manual or otherwise? Uh, no. No, you don't. Sorry. Uh, but go no. ahead. Uh, okay, um, sorry. Yeah, I wasn't know who was asking, but my lawn isn't level. Um, 
I, by no means. And um, as long as you keep it like three quarters of an inch, an inch and above, the, the manual reel mowers and now even the outlet, um, it, it doesn't, it, it's fine. I mean, you see the, you know, you see the lows and the highs, but the grass is good. I mean, any lower, and it would definitely, you know, be effective, but not and, a problem yet. And uh, Brett actually mentioned something too worth noting he said you don't need it to be perfectly level especially if you have a roller on the front because it'll help you span the height on the low spots totally agree and i actually learned that the hard way as well uh because my lawn wasn't super level and when i would mow like at a half an inch with my greens master i for the most part you know it mowed pretty well i wouldn't say it was the most enjoyable mow in the world but then when i got the mclean I used that on the side of my house and that definitely wasn't level and I didn't have a bar on it. So it was dipping just kind of like a rotary mower. If you go into like a little dip, you'll end up scalping it a lot. And, uh, you know, it just, it didn't work out. So, uh, if you have like a McLean or any of those other type of mowers that have wheels on them, you're definitely going to have to do some leveling, but if you have a bar on there, like Brett said, you definitely, uh, I mean, you don't need it, but you're going to want to do it. You know, once you catch the real bug, you're going to want to start leveling. Uh, that's just how it goes. And once you start leveling, you, you're you going to want to do it every spring and every fall. It just kind of becomes addicting. So forewarning to you, buddy. But it's awesome. I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, Francis said, would you ever plant sissy grass? Uh Never say never, right? Well, I, I remember telling Brett uh, and Jeremy years ago, I will never go short. I'll never go short. So it's hard to say, but I just love the KGB. I've been, I've been having it so long, and and uh, you know, I know the you know ryegrass can get dark and um, it grows fast and it stripes well. But until um, you know something changes here, I'm going to stick with uh, the KGB. Real quick, I want to give a super special shout-out to Scott O'Hare. Thank you so much for the super chat, buddy. I appreciate it. He said, thank you, George, and everyone in the lawn care community. I appreciate everyone. Uh, thank you so much, Scott. I'm so glad. You know, we got a full house tonight. We got some of the lawn care heavy hitters in here tonight, and I appreciate all of them too, you know, because they contributed to a lot to me getting into lawn care, and I'm sure a lot of the other people watching, Lawn Whisperer, uh, Brett, uh, all these guys, you know, they they pumped out videos and they motivated us to make more videos. So thank you so much for the super chat, Scott. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> but to answer your lawn too, Francis, I love uh, sissy grass myself. The only reason I think I mentioned in one of my live streams earlier, and the only reason I did 100% KBG in my lawn is not so much that I love KBG and I'm a KBG like diehard fan. But I just wanted to get the, the repairing effects from it because I felt like I was always like damaging my lawn, whether whether I was turning my greens more too hard or, you know, there was like areas that wouldn't fill in. So I just wanted to do KBG and uh, who knows, maybe I'll overseed with perennial ryegrass in the future. Maybe not. Uh, but I definitely like I love perennial ryegrass myself, too. Uh, so. <clears throat> So we were talking about the Lawnstar uh, liquid iron products. What what would you say is like your absolute favorite product to use? Hmm. I'd probably say Carbon X. I've been. I mean, I saw a lot of other stuff I want to try. The Pro Pete looks really good. I like the small prills. Um, 
But as far as the bird, I, I, I've been good with it. And, you know, a 50-pound bag on an 1,800-square-foot lawn lasts a while. So until I use it up, I don't know if I'll, you know, try anything else. You know, it just, just becomes a lot of fertilizer that I don't need. Yeah. Uh, w- with the Carbon X, I-, I feel that's like a current trend right now in the lawn care community. Believe it or not, I personally never tried it. Uh, but I'm definitely going to try some coming up next season because it seems to be everybody's favorite uh, fertilizer. Are are the prill sizes small on the Carbon X or are they like normal no. size? No. Normal size, yeah. I mean, I I almost took it to a point where I was going to grind it up or do something to grind them and make them smaller <laughs> so they, you know, were tiny. I was trying to come up with another way of doing it. But no, they're normal size. But like I said, the Pro-Pete, I, I want to give that a shot, but it just, you know, I don't have a lot of storage, and uh, you know, I, because the lawn is so small, I, you know, forty-five pounds here, fifty here would last me for years. I don't know what the uh, shelf life is on these things. So yeah, I, you know, I may just try the Pro Pete next season because I'm looking for like the greens grade prills because I feel like yes. the bigger prills, you know, especially when I had my lawn before I did my renovation. Anytime I throw like a 10, 10, 10 on there or something like that, because you know, with the, with the all purpose fertilizers, I mean, those pros are, they're so big. You can knock someone out with them. You know, <laughs> uh, I used to throw that down on my lawn and they would just sit on my grass. And I was like, what the heck? And I just have to keep watering it in, watering it in. And then I get some small places that would die. So I know when it comes to this midnight KBG that I planted, it's going to be super tight knit, you know? So I think, I'll probably go with the Pro-Pete um, because the only greens grade fertilizer that I could buy in person around here is uh, <clears throat> is Melorganite, the greens grade one. So uh, I might I might just try the Pro-Pete too. Or who knows, uh, maybe Matt will come out with a greens grade Carbon X too as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, George said you have to try out the Hybrix Pasture Fert. Have you ever heard of that? I haven't heard of that. Yeah, actually, um, Pete, Pete Denny um, from on DCI Terrace. I think he's used Hybrix. And I don't know if George has mentioned that before. He's used it himself. I'd like to give that a shot. Absolutely. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely try it. I'm always down to try out new things. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Nepo Mo says, why don't girls like grass as much as guys do? <laughs> mm. I think... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, my wife doesn't mind the grass. She actually likes me out there in the grass. You know, like I said in my earlier podcast, at least she knows I'm not out walking the streets being a hoodlum. Right. <laughs> uh, so what 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 product that you've used do you think made the biggest impact in your lawn? Hmm. Good question. Um, so not something that you throw down consistently, but something that, that makes the biggest impact. I'll be honest with you, Melorganite still results are pretty quick. I threw that down and it rained the next day and it was like green the next day. I, I couldn't believe it. Now, you know, it's a 2,500 square foot bag and I only have 1,800, but I, I put the whole thing down and within two days, it's like dark green. It, it still works. I mean, I wouldn't use it all the time, but every once in a while, it, it still, it works. That's all I can say. It works. You know, and I agree with you 100%. Melorganite was like... Uh, you know, it was my go-to for a while before I started moving on to other things. 
uh so i mean it's definitely it's a classic and uh i just wish it wasn't so hard to get you know it's it's hard over here so now that we have a bunch of uh the heavy hitting lawn tubers here in the chat room i gotta ask you keith who do you think has the best lawn on youtube just to reiterate uh, not your favorite youtuber who do you think has the best I, lawn on youtube that's tough okay so <laughs> not to put you on the spot or anything yeah no no not at all um let's see well my, my first impression um well obviously lcm was the first guy i followed and um when I remember the first time I watched him, I was like, wait, he's putting down stripes. And this was like in 2009. I think I started watching 2009, 2010. I'm like, I was doing stripes in like 2006. I, I actually Googled uh, um, how to put stripes down and Checkmate um, was like uh, Checkmate slash uh, Big League Lawns. They had a roller. I was like, this is how it's done? So I was <laughs> doing it back in 2006. So when I saw him doing it, I was like, I thought I was the only crazy moron that would do it you know to a homeowner's lawn now i saw him i was like i guess there's more nuts out there than i thought so he's always been a big um you know i loved his you know lawn when he was indiana and all that stuff but i'd have to say between connor ben sims ryan brett and and shortcut lawns those guys those lawns are just amazing and i i strive to be as good as theirs i haven't got there yet but that's my goal those guys lawns are amazing yeah that I, I can't pick them I, i'd have to say they're all you know for short lawns there's some good tall lawns you know pete denny um there's a lot of guys with tall grasses but those guys with the shortcut lawns those are my favorite yep I, and i totally agree with you uh, i would say my top ones not in any particular order but i would right. definitely say brett you know i mean i've said this before your uh, rpr looks fantastic and you know, I, I think it's definitely one of the best ones on youtube uh ryan norris perennial ryegrass awesome uh like you said albert at shortcut lawn i mean that guy is like the goat when it comes to lawn care that oh. guy will have my sub forever <laughs> yeah exactly uh yeah he's got awesome i like uh, the things he's doing with his trials and his testing and then uh, also francis nice as lawn you know he was the first guy on my podcast you know and uh, yeah. i didn't choose him first for no reason he's got a sick lawn Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. And now with his perennial ryegrass through the winter, it's just going to be, it's going to be off the charts. Oh, by the way, I want to give a shout out to Backwoods Lawn Care. Thank you so much for the super chat. He said Scott's fertilizer works great in my green. A hundred percent agree. I love the Scott's lawn food, the 34 or the 31, four, uh, the 31, zero four, that stuff is fantastic. And the prill sizes are kind of small too. So I definitely like that. Uh, I throw that down all the time. Uh, let's see. Uh, hey, we got Jason Sieberlich. What's up, Jason? We got our lawn in the building. Uh, he said, you got to move up to Milwaukee area. Milo is always available and cheap. Yeah, I, and maybe I should. Milwaukee's not that far. It's only about an hour away from me, even closer to Kyle. So, uh, Kyle said, I've been rolling stripes since fifth grade. Wow, man. Salute to you, dude. That's a long time. Um, I paid someone to clean my house. Wow. DVD got all the money over here. Money bags. Uh, he doesn't, he pays someone to clean his house, but he doesn't pay anyone to touch his lawn. That's his territory. <laughs> uh, Scott O'Hare said his favorites are Brett, Ryan's, Connors, Whispers, and Lake House. Agree. Those are all top-notch lawns. 
Um, all right, so we're coming down here to the bottom of the chat. Uh, we've been live for about, uh, it's been over an hour now. So real quick, I want to ask you, uh, can you can you tell the viewers where they can find you if they don't know where to find you on YouTube? I know that you have a new account and also on Instagram and things like that. Yeah, so for YouTube, it's just Striper Man. Just type in Stripe Man. Make sure you put one P, not two Ps, because then you get some really stuff you don't want to see. <laughs> and then, uh, and then um, for Instagram, I, I'm not on Facebook or Instagram. It's just uh, Li Lawns FKA Striper Man, and those are the two places I am. Awesome, awesome. Hey Keith, you know I really want to thank you for stopping by. Uh, this was a lit podcast. We had a lot of cool people here in the lawn. Uh, Bermuda boss said, uh, your lawn is fire. Totally agree. That's why I had him here on the, on the podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Keith. And I really appreciate everybody who stopped by tonight, uh, to, you know, learn a little bit about Keith, kind of, uh, pick his brain a little bit, get to know him a little bit more. This was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun on this podcast. So, uh, with that, was there anything else you wanted to say, Keith? Yes, I just want to thank you, George. I appreciate, you know, you asked me to come on. It was an honor. It was a privilege. Uh, this is a great community. Um, there's so many cool people here. It's, it's just an amazing. I uh, thank everyone for the support in the past. And uh, just glad people popped in today. Thanks, everyone, for showing up. And uh, thanks again, George. I really appreciate you asking me. Looking forward to the next one. Uh, thank you so much. And just a reminder for you guys, uh, Kyle from Lake House Lawn Care will be on the podcast next week. Next week, uh, It'll be on Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. So I look forward to uh, seeing all you guys on there. That's going to be a really fun one. Uh, I can't wait for it. And once again, Keith, thank you so much. Everybody who watched, thank you so much, too. And uh, we'll see you next week, all right? Yep. Just a quick to Scott. Tell him I love him, too, even though he's a Boston fan. I do love you, Scott. <laughs> all right. Scott, Strapper Man loves you. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. I'll see you later. Bye. All right. Take care.